0: 27-year-old Russian artist Pokras Lampas can be identified as one of the most distinguished modern calligraphy artists in the world. Now, his artistic background comes from street calligraphy as well as graphic design. And he's in Dubai with us for a very special edition of the Esquire Q&A podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today Um, and welcome to Dubai. What's it like being in Dubai after a while, no?
1: Um, I've been in Dubai last month, uh, but not for long. And uh, every time I'm coming, I'm always amazed how the city is growing, how uh, the new architecture projects, uh, sculpture projects, uh, cultural projects appearing in the city. So yeah, it's always a pleasure to come.
0: And I think the city is really finding its own artistic um, sort of personality over the last five years where, you know, art and um, artists are given a lot more importance in the city. Do you feel that as well?
1: Um, I've been first time in Dubai in 2016. So for like three years in a row, every time uh, for me uh, some changes can be seen. But uh, I like how the CD became very multicultural and uh, the arts uh, and styles very well, uh, you know, like representing different kind of arts itself.
0: So how would you classify yourself? Because you got your start, you know, in graffiti art, but now you're a calligraphy artist. How did you make that transition? And, you know, do you miss, you know, being a graffiti artist at all?
1: Um, I started from graffiti more than 10 years ago so it started all of with had a sort of school outside uh, of the school so we used to work at the street learn from the street meet people on the street and uh, it's been very nice time but later I started to discover that uh, graffiti is not uh, just you know a sort of the movement it's more about the tech I can use for arts, so I started to learn typography, graphic design, arts, fine arts, uh, and uh, history of arts, and all of this knowledge pushed me out of uh, graffiti boundaries by kept me to use the graffiti tools for it. That's why I'm not afraid of huge scales, I'm not afraid to do some outside uh, works on the murals and on some strange surfaces.
0: So, you know, you really invested in yourself to sort of make that switch from graffiti to calligraphy. Um, What would you say was the most challenging part of that switch?
1: Um, I have uh, like two challenging parts. The first one is to change the mind of society because when I started to do calligraphy in Russia, it's been... uh, not a lot of people at all who even known about it, not even, you know, doing it. So I used to teach people why it's important, how it matches with arts, how uh, the street can be transformed by it. And uh, it's been very long work to bring uh, people the value of outdoor project connected not only with uh painting or some you know like nice uh, picture somewhere in the city but more speak with people about communication about the way how we can transform uh, the text to the visual how visual can be transformed back to the meaning itself and uh, for me it was very important to bring the value that the street project can educate people and can make people be more more deeper in art itself
0: But, you know, you've really made a name for yourself in Russia where people really do value your art now. Was that hard to get to that stage where people, you know, value you for what you're producing, for what you put out?
1: Um, yeah, it's not easy of course um I had uh an education of water treatment in my past, so I understand how some of the basic um like step works itself, and uh it was one of you know like um step by step every year because sometimes I need to teach people sometimes I need to act myself and just see how uh, it will go in public. Sometimes uh, it's been like a long strategy from one side of the project to the second to the third. And uh, now I'm super happy because one of my projects, uh, Outdoor, the huge calligraphy in the square area before the football stadium became the biggest calligraphy in the world. And uh, it got an award um of humanization of uh, city area in Russia is the best public art project of last year.
0: And you know, do you feel a bit validated because you know when people think of calligraphy and graffiti like you said before, you know, they don't they they probably don't realize just how challenging it can be it's it's not just you know spray paint on a wall or just you know some um swipes of an art brush but it actually takes a lot of effort to produce so you know by winning the award do you feel a bit you know validated like your hard work's finally paying off
1: um I guess uh, half of uh, feeling is validation and half of the feeling, uh, like sometimes people need just to love it. And uh, if they want to learn more, they will get the source to learn more from the media, from the articles, from the people who are working around. So sometimes I want people just to love the calligraphy in this way, because it can be a bit uh, strange to not uh, be able to read something you are stepping by, but at the same time to feel that you get a sort of the new communication through it.
0: Now, what are the what is the language that you practice your art in? Because I know, like that's a source of um, you know a lot of inspiration for people that you that you actually use the language you know of Russia to to practice your art.
1: Yeah, I I use a lot of uh, works in Russian because it's for me not only the language I can speak easily and I can feel easily, but it's more about to show how the language can be transformed through the time by uh, the influence by other countries, other languages, other alphabet systems, and uh, it's a big field to work uh, and uh, experiment.
0: And, you know, what was the most challenging bit about working with the Russian language?
1: At start, I used to learn calligraphy and graffiti from uh, English and Latin letters. And it's been much easier because the beauty and simplicity of uh, Latin alphabet is very easy to work with. But later, I started to feel like I want to find a way how to work with word letters, with new shapes. And as far as the shape is strange to work with, I'm much more happier to play because I can bring a very different uh, styles uh, to it and no one done it before. So for me, it's like a challenge when I see how many things is undone and uh, how many inspiration I can get from it.
0: And do you think, you know, by sort of, not going for the mainstream Latin language that, you know, most of the world speaks in, but actually using your own language, the Russian language, do you feel like, you know, you are in a way the ambassador for, you know, the language itself
1: through your art? Um, I will be proud always to present the Russian uh, uh, language, through arts in the world, and of course, it's uh, makes me proud because you know it's a very important moment for the culture, and uh, I'm always fighting for the cultural projects, for the different kinds of cultural experiments. But at the same time, you know, I'm keeping in my mind generally that uh, we live in a very long life. And in this life, someday, if I will want to travel in in any country to understand the language and get uh, one more step and start to play more deeply in other language, I will do it easily because it's all the way of education myself. And at the same time, because I'm always uh, channeling all of this uh, knowledge to the media, the social media, and people can learn it from me, and... uh, if I will teach someone about like Arabic, about some like Asian styles, it will be also a proud moment for me because I can transform it through my mind, through my hand, and a uh, huge amount of people will get a uh, uh, possibility to learn it and be more involved in
0: this. So tell us a bit more about why you're in Dubai, this trip.
1: Um it's a very important day today because um, we opening my show at the Opera Gallery. We're doing it uh, with uh, Tahir, very, very beautiful artist. Uh, so it's a duo show, uh, created by Silvan, the director of uh, Opera. And uh, for me, it's like the way how finally I can present the works I worked in my studio for more than one year. And uh I love the pieces, I love the curation, I love everything, so yeah. Uh,
0: what are you most excited for when people finally come in and, and see your work? What what are you hoping that they that they think when they look at your work?
1: Um, you know, sometimes my pieces is not the piece you will uh you know like understand in five minutes. So for me the mostly like best moment if someone will come and will come back again just to spend more time in front and try to read, try to understand. So it's all about communication, how the work speaks with people. And uh, that's the reason why I'm coming today. I want to meet people myself. I want to say hello. I want to understand the different kinds of reaction, interact interaction with pieces, with arts, but uh, It's also a moment we can do something live. So we're going to make a live performance and uh, show the different mediums uh, based on the light, based on the projection, based on some technologies, which also is very important for calligraphy because it's so usually connected with traditions and with the past. But the things I'm doing is more connected with the future. And I'm trying to bring more technologies inside. I'm trying to bring more interaction and more live things.
0: So kind of like the 21st century art. Yes. Form that you're practicing right now i mean just for our listeners because i think most of our listeners would be intrigued to hear more about like a live performance of art because most of our listeners probably you know when they think of um an art show they think okay the painter or the artist has like worked sorry please now when uh, most of our listeners think about an art show um they think about all the work the artist put in over the year, but they don't really think it's gonna be live. You know, what what exactly do you mean by a live performance? You
1: no, know, sometimes works uh temporary, sometimes the moment is very short to live, sometimes it's very long if we're speaking about the outdoor projects. So I'm trying to connect everything, you know, like sometimes the meaning of the piece became a huge inspiration for me to create something outdoor and uh, created like in different countries so it's all connected and uh, the idea of performance today is to bring to people the feeling of the moment and feeling of duality of uh our points of view. So we will get uh, two different points. The first one, the angle of weaver who will see me doing the strokes in the air by light. And the second one is uh, the point of a photographer who will capture all of this light by freezing the moment by photography and at the same time showing it up by projection on the wall in front of me. So it will be different uh, views At the same time, it will be the same moment.
0: You're 27, right? Yeah. At 27, you've achieved so much already. What is in store for you next? What are you hoping to achieve, you know, in the next five years, 10 years?
1: Um, The main goal for me is to get, two ways of achievement. The first way is to keep traveling, exploring, learning from the world and to understand uh, how deeper I can incorporate all of this knowledge into the calligraphy itself and how I can bring uh, maybe to the some, you know, like kinds of history of calligraphy, new moments, new ideas and new uh, letter shapes and uh, word shapes. At the same time, I'm always trying to change a cultural feeling of calligraphy in the world. So for me, the goal is to create more huge projects outdoor, to incorporate people and city life together with arts. And uh, of course, to explore more techniques, more technologies, meet more people.
0: So one last question. If there was anywhere in the world that you'd be most excited to exhibit your artwork, where would it be in the world
1: wow okay um, you know if we go in like in the way I'm thinking i cannot say the like exact place but i will say it's probably not the like museum place or something it's more about like huge public space which usually not seen as a modern art place to show and uh, like the kind of idea is to transform it for a time, for maybe a short time, but to bring the like big connection and maybe fusion of past, present and future through calligraphy and through the meaning.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us on the Esquire Q&A podcast today and for giving us a little more insight into how you work and your inspirations.
1: Thank you for invitation. It's been a pleasure and uh, hello to everyone again. <laughs>
0: that's all from us this week thank you so much for tuning in to listen to this special edition of the Esquire Q&A podcast as always don't forget to hit subscribe and we'll be back next week with another artist and another podcast